0: Episode 53 of Screen Champs. We got three more episodes left in the year, including this one. I'm your host, Dubs, here my co host, the Mad
1: Mamo. What's going on, brother?
0: What's happening, man? Did that throw you off? Everything I just said that threw me off. Yeah, it's yeah, weird, dude. Um, all right, yeah. today's episode, we're gonna let's see, we're gonna talk some NFTs, maybe a little Omicron. Um, we're gonna talk some Alec Baldwin <laughs> uh, doing interviews with uh, Stephanopoulos about you know who pulled the trigger and. We're going to do a review the of Nicolas Cage's Pig, which is a movie oh, yeah. that came out in theaters a while ago. It's now streaming on Hulu. Now it's available for the people. We're the people, and you're the people. The people can now watch it. Uh, and so it's. Uh, we're going to talk about it because it's a very interesting movie. And uh, I guess let's start today with Omicron. Uh, are you familiar with Omicron at all?
1: Uh, I think that is from the Power Rangers, right? It must have been like a villain. Yes. Or maybe a Transformer.
0: It is the uh, new COVID variant that everyone's talking about. Um, it is powerful, and okay. it does range or itself around the world. It's, uh, yeah. So, look, I don't, you know, what, what can you do, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't even want to, like, get into it, you know? I, I don't have a lot to say. But I did see an article that stressed me out which was Spider-Man breaks 2021 ticket record almost beats Avengers while Cinema World waits and stares at Omicron like coming towards it and I was like wait, wait, wait what? like no, 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 no we did this already we did it Uh, but apparently we haven't done it yet so I don't know how real it is it's like in five states and this and that And, again, I'm a little worried just because I've seen it happen before where it's like, hey, this is kind of weird. Hey, this is going everywhere. Hey, they're shutting things down. Why isn't the NBA playing? Oh, yeah, everyone just go
1: home. So we'll see what happens. And uh, is there confirmed cases? You're saying there's like five?
0: Oh, yeah. There's like confirmed cases in California, uh, Colorado, like New York. I don't know. Five states have confirmed cases. Of course, California, number one. You know, It's like we're not going to be left out. If you all got them, we got them. So we got confirmed cases out here in California, but I mean now we're like vaxxed up, so it's a little different. Like it's a different world, but still, I'm I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm I gotta
1: good. get that booster then.
0: Oh yeah, you got boost up, bro. Right? You got bo- you haven't been boosted.
1: No, are you boosted?
0: Well, no, I'm not boosted, but I'm still willing to judge you for it. Uh, no, it's I have like not a- got my booster shot. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like a level up, right? It's like you you get in there and get a little boost, get a little lollipop, a little slap in the ass, and you know, you're ready to t- like, hey, tackle the world.
0: Yeah. Let's get a little chill and you're good to go. Like, yeah, that's a little. Ha, ha.
1: It's like the shot after the shot at the bar.
0: Mm, hey, okay, I like that. You ever
1: follow up a shot with a shot. It's oh, alcohol, not anymore, dude. Yeah,
0: Not anymore, dude. <laughs> yeah, like I can't spiral anymore. I'm not I'm not part of the spiral squad. So.
1: Yeah, I yeah, spiraling is uh, it hurts now. You know, like those those bruises you get from spiraling. Like you, <laughs> you wake up with them. <laughs> They're in pain. <laughs> it's really like, why does my side of my stomach hurt? It's like, oh yeah, I ran into a wall after uh, doing multiple shots.
0: <laughs> Damn. Uh, um all right. So next question. Dark times. So after Omicron, which I've been calling Omnicron, so I've been adding letters. It's Om- Omicron, I think. Was
1: it a Delta? That's
0: pff, bro, you man. You're so two thousand and late, bro. That's like the <laughs> <laughs> Delta is like way past actually I just saw on the news. Where they were talking about, like, so Omicron is now in the United States. And some lady was like, 99% of the transmissions we are seeing are still Delta. It's still here. And I was like, okay, okay. so for sure. So, no, Delta But there's that one. Delta's that high. 1%. Yeah. And then one little Omicron. But apparently it's more <laughs> contagious and more... Who knows? Uh, but the next question. Are you an NFT guy? Do you have NFTs, non-fungible tokens?
1: I... Well, no. Thank you for explaining what it was. NFT. I just pretended to know what it was. Uh, well when I said non fungible like...
0: tokens, did that like oh now it all makes sense? Is that <laughs> did that illuminate it more or like <laughs> A little make bit. it more confusing?
1: A little bit. Well they're tokens. So I thought they were like um like emojis or gifs. I don't know. I think they are so are, are they supercharged gifs
0: No. <laughs> they're just super super owned gifts. <laughs> it's like okay. uh Yeah, so I mean, first, like, you know, it's a GIF, right? Um, Yeah, so essentially, I guess in the most simple way I can explain it, is it's just like, it's something, it's a GIF or picture that you own. And there could be, like, rules attached to it. So it can be, like, you know, not only that picture, but there's rules written into it where it's like, oh, and, you know, you get a guest spot on this TV show because you're the owner of this token. Like, something crazy like that. So they can have things attached to it as well. Um, but I'm in no way in any position to explain the NFTs. All that to say that NFTs are hot right now and Spider-Man, the first 86,000 people that bought a ticket to see Spider-Man at AMC received a Spider-Man NFT and Matrix Resurrection uh, released NFTs for $50 a piece and they had 330,000 people in line trying to get some of these NFTs. I'm feeling like and mm-hmm. I don't know. This is true. And again, because we we all grew up in the world where someone talked to us about Bitcoin at some point ten years yeah. ago. Almost all of us is oh yeah, Bitcoin. You know, it's like it's like a dollar, two dollars. Oh really? What's, what is? What do you mean? Like it's all it's money, but it's not really money. It's like oh okay, cool. And you never understood it. And you're like Look at these some crazy people. What are they talking about? And now they're all rich, right? Now those people are retired, and they would never speak to us again. <laughs> Yeah, I I mean, you know, I don't know. Do you have this? I remember reading an article saying that Bitcoin is as important to the internet as the internet was to the world. And I was like, okay, all right, guys. That's why. Yeah. And I just sat there and just kept downloading TV shows, you know, like so, (laughs) you know, and so those are things where you look back and you're like, I hate myself, right? And I think everyone around our age has had a moment similar. Well, now these NFTs are coming up. Are you going to sit back? and just say oh those are you know silly little pictures uh that people are owning when i could just look at it online or are you gonna buy in Batman?
1: well i think i will have incredibly bad luck so i think mm-hmm. if even if i do buy an nft it's gonna be one that's not really profitable i know the ones right now that are profitable are like the board ape like the board ape ones okay. um i don't know if you've seen the board ape ones but everyone's oh. buying those super popular i don't think i'm gonna find the board apes you know i think i'm gonna get a dumbass nft and make like two bucks off of it
0: that's huge dude like two bucks profit or just two dollars or
1: two bucks like profit like that's i'm gonna buy it man. for like as long as the outcome is a thousand, in, dude, thousand and just go. yeah or probably lose money i know people lost money too. i know andre drummond had an nft drop and it did not go well and lost money and I I I'm hearing these horror stories about this NFT. Same thing like Bitcoin, right? Like there's some people lost money on Bitcoin. So I, I think I'm gonna take my chances and and not gamble on NFTs. Ooh, okay,
0: okay, all right. Well, um, <laughs> are you gonna buy NFTs? Like, look, I do don't you want... have NFTs? No, dude. I don't know how. I tried to I tried to get it on the hype when they were selling the like uh, NBA packs, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I gotta get some of these. It's not as easy as just like logging into Amazon and ordering it and then putting it in your card. like you have to do a thousand different things, and it's so like to oh, yeah buy it in certain drops are only accepting certain cryptocurrencies, and the way to get those cryptocurrencies is by like you have to use a certain wallet and transfer you have to buy Bitcoin through one wallet, transfer it to another one, convert it from Bitcoin to that currency and then transfer that currency to it. it's a lot. And it's just kind of obnoxious. So I'm, like, doing yeah. all this stuff. You know, I'm, like, moving money around, like, doing God knows what, to buy these just clips of NBA players. And uh, I just couldn't do it. It just kept crashing. So now I just gave up. Because people were, like, getting rich. You know, I was watching, like, part of my take and stuff. Like, you know, parcel yeah. guys, and they were... They were going to town, they were buying stuff, reselling it, and I was like, this is, I mean, this is it. This is the future. You know, you buy you own the NBA, and then you sell it, and this is it. This is the new trading card. It's beautiful. Gary Vee's in on it. It all makes sense. Well,
1: if Gary Vee's on it, then, yeah, yeah.
0: Probably, <laughs> well, I don't that's know. probably right. I don't know. He's probably but, pissed
1: off at me right now.
0: But look, I mean, you think about it, Spider-Man, you know, like a limited edition Spider-Man NFT, only released at the beginning of the movie. That's got to be worth something.
1: I mean, I uh, or or not, or it could be like one of those like promo packs, and you get this like cool card, but it's like it means nothing.
0: But only eighty six thousand. Yeah. See, those promo packs aren't that big a deal because they're given to everyone. There's only eighty six thousand everywhere. I mean, it's pretty limited.
1: Eighty six thousand of the same NFT.
0: I think there's a hundred different NFT options. I'm not too oh, sure, damn. but
1: that's why I it. Well, that's actually kind of cool. Um i don't know i don't know man i probably wouldn't even know how to sell it like i would lose money i'd be like hey yeah bring it over to my coinbase wallet here and then i just never received the payment i lost my nft Mm. like I, i i would mishandle the nft situation
0: all right and this is this is a real legitimate question that i ask myself sometimes as i struggle to like kind of understand these things do you think it's irresponsible to not try and figure out how it all works
1: do i think it's irresponsible um i don't think so copy that Well, hey, good for uh, you man as long as you can sleep at night so. brother that's great there's a lot of things i don't know how they work i know
0: well that's what i'm saying i'm like look you know, there's things I, things I do like, like I do. the world just keeps changing you know and that we keep having viruses that are gonna make it so we're not allowed to leave our homes anymore um, I feel like I need to learn how to code or something. I just I don't know. I there's I I feel like the fact that I don't have skills that um allow me to work from home is just a, a travesty. And that if I don't figure that out in the next 5 to 10 years, I'm just going to be begging for money on the side of the road. That's how I feel. Uh, so <laughs> Trotting
1: your one NFT that you found a way to buy. <laughs> well, no, if
0: I get that if I if I get that one Matrix NFT and I sell it, you know, a couple years from now for like $300,000, That'll Jeez. at least set me up for like a little bit, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, that would. Yeah, that would set you up. Yeah, yeah, you could buy a little cabin and uh, live your life. But okay. like the
0: Disney NFTs, dude. Imagine like a Disney NFT—that's guaranteed money. Guaranteed. Yeah,
1: money. I. Th- there's a world too, like wrestling NFTs. Like I could imagine so many of them.
0: There you go. Huge. See, all right. We're NFT guys. I, I feel comfortable <laughs> saying that. I
1: feel like we're NFT. I'll, guys. I'll I'll look up how. I will look up the theory of NFT and figure it out, and be responsible.
0: Uh, Seems like we're NFT guys. Uh, We're investing all our time and money into it. Solid. Uh, Next, yeah,
1: we gotta bring in the NFT expert. How about that?
0: (sighs) If anyone knows, there's no bro. There's no such thing.
1: (laughs) Someone pretends to know. No one really
0: knows. No one really knows. (laughs) Like it's a non- someone read it a little bit more than us, though. Yeah. Oh, so it's like not fungible six. You should
1: interview someone that has the Spider Man NFT and just see how Ooh. they feel and what their what 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 their plan is. Like, what's your what's your end game here? Like, what what what's your what's your master plan with this NFT?
0: I think most people's end game was just to get tickets to Spider Man. That's you know, there's there's a <laughs> it was a of it like, was a free for all. Yeah, well, yeah, everyone. I mean, like, the site like shut like down and
1: Coachella tickets.
0: There's this world where. You know, you don't need to incentivize something that's already going to happen, right? So it's like, oh, the first 86,000 people are going to get this NFT. It's like the website was going to crash anyway. So I I don't know. I mean, not that it's bad to incentivize people, but those tickets were going one way or another. Either way, I think everyone that has an NFT is like, wait, what is this? And just moved on. Like, as long as I got my tickets. And speaking of moving on, we got Alec Baldwin, who cannot move on uh, from the situation of him (laughs) murdering
1: someone on set. She was someone who was loved by everyone who worked with and liked by everyone who worked with and admired i mean even now i find it hard to believe that it just doesn't seem it doesn't seem real to me you haven't said much in public since that tragic accident why speak out now you've described it as a one in a trillion shot and the gun was in your hand how do you come to terms with that it wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So So you never pulled the trigger? No, 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 no. I I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. What did you think happened? How did a real bullet get on that set? I have no idea. Someone put a live bullet in a gun, a bullet that wasn't even supposed to be on the property. You said you're not a victim, but is this the worst thing that's ever happened to you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I think back... And I think of, what could I have done? Alec Baldwin unscripted, the newsmaking special event. So
0: oh, he just damn. did a just did an interview with uh, Greg or George Stephanopoulos. I forget, you know, Stephanopoulos for sure on yeah. ABC. And uh, it was about 45 minutes to an hour long. Did not need to be. Uh, a lot of just breaking stuff down and restating things that have been said a thousand times. But he said he didn't pull the trigger. He said he cocked the gun back, it just fired. It was a freak accident. And they kinda of are saying well, they're not saying it's a freak accident. He's saying whoever loaded the gun is that's whoever loaded the gun or whoever put the live bullet with the dummy bullets, that's a person that we need to be talking about. That's who we need to be looking for. Has your opinion of Alec Baldwin softened in the last couple of weeks of as we've seen this man be dragged through the mud, madman? No. Heartless, bro. Heartless. I'm tired of no. You know what? And this, you know, not not you. I know you've been on a film set or two, but I'm tired of these people who've never been on a film set telling Alec Baldwin how to be on a film set. It's driving me insane. He's yeah. literally been in like a thousand movies, not literally, but he's been in a ton of movies. He's been in a ton of movies where he handles guns. There's a moment in the interview where he's like. Uh, How many guns have you uh, handled on set? He's like, I mean, you know, countless times. He's like, not only have guns been pointed on me. He's like, I've died on screen before. Like, I pointed guns, people point guns at me. All these movies get made. People don't get shot all the time. Like, it's a totally normal thing. And everyone's like, you never point a gun at someone. It's like, I've seen a thousand movies where guns are pointed at people. Like, what do you mean? Imagine we watched a movie and people started shooting each other, but they were pointing their guns not at each other. It would look crazy. So I don't. I'm, I just and all these people they don't know what they're talking about. Now do I know what I'm talking about? Also no, but I feel like they're <laughs> dumb. so. Yeah, your thoughts.
1: Well, no, just my 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 uh, on what trying to tell Alec Baldwin how to be an actor on set. No, I mean I I think like yeah he's he's been on multiple sets. He knows how to, how to handle his stuff. Mm. Um, this freak accident thing, or this—you know—because he's saying he didn't pull the trigger. As it's the biggest thing. Yeah. Um. So the thing that I have a problem with is like, is this another case of Hol- of Hollywood protecting their people? Like, do you think that like the agenda here was to soften him up and to make him a little bit more appeasing to the audience? Yes.
0: Well, oh, the, the point of the interview, hundred percent. 100%. I mean, that's the only reason you go on those things.
1: They're he, protecting him.
0: Yeah. Well, Steffi. Stephanopoulos for sure was looking after him because <laughs> – Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a moment too where he <laughs> – I like how you just gave him a nickname. You know, Steffi. Steffi. Yeah, but I wanted to uh, make sure people knew I was talking about us uh, Stephanopoulos. Yeah. Yeah, um, my guy. There's a moment Steph-ster. where he's like, oh, I've known Alec for a long time. Uh, he's a good man, and uh, he's clearly broken. I've never seen him broken up like this. And, uh, so clearly the intention of it is to, you know, create a narrative of like, Oh, look look at poor Alec Baldwin here. And like, even though he says multiple times, I'm not a victim and then continues to be like, but you know, this is the worst thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. That being said, like, like making sure that narrative exists, doesn't make him wrong in the situation. Like if he didn't pull the trigger, he didn't pull the trigger. Now, if you're saying that this is like there to sway public opinion and they're lying, well, that's a different thing,
1: okay?
0: I don't know, but I mean, for sure, to sway, I mean, yeah, they're clearly on his side, and it's because right, right after uh, Steffi like uh, previewed a clip, they went over to Michael Strahan, who I saw just uh, he pretty much railroaded uh, Chris Harrison. <laughs> And yes. I saw that and that was brutal. That was not to help Chris at all.
1: Yeah. He
0: was like, you know, why are you racist? And he's like, oh, well, you know, I I don't know. You know, it was it was a dark conversation. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> yeah. It was intense. And so oh. the, the tone of this was 100% different. Now he still asked the quote unquote hard-hitting questions, but it was, I mean, all softballs, obviously.
1: I'm like reading like, you know, cuz you know, Hollywood does a does thing, right? Of of covering stuff up and taking care of their people and like I, I don't think it's as bad as you know some people make it out to be, but I, yeah, I definitely you just see the, one person like what the fuck. <laughs> Dude, well, no, out. some people are like, oh, it's just like they did with Jeffrey Epstein. They're just covering it up, you know, taking care of their people. Da, da, da. I mean, I don't think it's a, as intense as that.
0: No.
1: Um, but um, but I, I also like see like the agenda here. Like you know, let's 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 take care of them. Let's make them a little bit more appeasing to the audience and and he is a victim even though he said he's not and I, I don't know that kind of doesn't sit well with me
0: <laughs> the victim like well yeah because he's like he's like i want to be clear i'm not a victim there's two people who are victims they both got shot those are the victims here and then Steffi's like is this the worst thing that's ever happened to you he's like yes it is like, all right well <laughs> yeah okay so you know well, not a victim but it's the worst thing that ever happened to you cool for sure i mean it's a bummer yeah I don't know how it would sit well, you know, like the husband and stuff. He said the husband's been very nice to him as well. Like, He's like, afterwards, the husband came up and gave him a hug of uh, the woman who died and was like, hey, you know, like I guess we're going through this together. You know, so it was very gracious and all that. But yeah, I mean, definitely weird. You know, I, I know people online have been kind of going in on someone. It seems right now, especially after the Rittenhouse trial, it's not a good time to cry on TV. Like, it's just yeah. not good. You know, people are going to go in on you. So Baldwin's crying a yeah. little bit. But uh, I'm still team Alec Baldwin here. You know, look, I mean, he, he's got a job to do. It's act. Uh, other people had jobs to do, like make sure there wasn't bullets in the gun. They didn't do their job. We need to hold those people accountable.
1: I mean, it's 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 a mess. It is a complete mess. And, and that movie's never going to come out.
0: Oh, hey, it might. It might.
1: That'd be sickening. <laughs> well, nah, That's you know you gotta, stuff.
0: hey, you gotta keep pushing. You know what I mean? The crow still came out, right? That's true. The Dark Knight came out afterwards. You know, look, all you, I mean, yeah, you never know. It isn't indie though; it's probably not.
1: Do you, so. Do you think that that interview worked for them? They got what they wanted to get, or not?
0: I, well, I, I just don't think it's get backfired? Necessary? Like, right is it even, too soon? Even now yeah, it's talking about it. I'm like, you know, I'm like clearly like, hey, Alec Baldwin, it's not on you. And you're like, yeah, it's, it's complicated. I'm like, okay, well, okay. Our opinions have not changed. You know what I mean? So yeah. did it? No, I mean, whoever is on his side is probably still on his side. Whoever thinks he was an idiot for not checking the gun is going to continue to think he's an idiot for not checking the gun. And um, as is usual with the way people interact, it does not matter what new facts are put in front of them. They have an opinion, and they're just going to run with it until someone stops them. So yeah uh, yeah so do I think i mean I don't know I feel like people feel the exact same way, but I don't think he's gonna get charged like criminally for it or anything, so in that well, sense, it's know. kinda like what was the point?
1: See what the lawyers say, yeah <laughs> it's yeah. A whole it's the whole thing you gotta figure this out
0: <laughs> it's gonna take <laughs> it's a long time,
1: I just think it's too soon. I just think it is too soon. It's like they they yeah. did that Travis uh Scott documentary from like the freaking Astral world. And then they removed it because of backlash.
0: Wait, from Astroworld, like the incident just happened recently where the people died? Just
1: happened recently. Mm-hmm. They
0: had a documentary about it already?
1: On Hulu, yeah.
0: That's wild. Yeah, Hulu's – I also watched this interview on Hulu. <laughs> Hulu's out of control.
1: Hulu's crazy. They just want to get to the, yeah. like <laughs> – to to, They want to be first in line. Man. Um, yeah, but it's too soon. You know, it's sensitive. You know, it's too, like so this, you know, Alec Baldwin, like, you know – Might be a little bit too soon here. Like, I, it just seems like, uh, I don't know.
0: He's definitely trying to control the narrative. Uh, For better or worse, I mean, I guess he's got a publicist or someone who he pays a lot of money to work on his public image that said this is a good idea. So he went and did it. I don't think it's good or bad, but I do feel like it was a little unnecessary. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. There you go. I I agree with that.
0: (laughs) Um, All right. Well, let's hop into the Truffle Butter King himself, Nicolas Cage's. Pig uh, We are talking about the movie Pig today This movie was released in theaters A little bit earlier this year And is now released on Hulu as of November 29th uh, This is a movie about Nicolas Cage um, He is living alone in the Oregon wilderness He's a truffle hunter who returns to Portland To find the person who stole his beloved pig um, This is Oddly rated R Because you know it's just judging by that You're like is this really going to be that serious Yeah, It is um, written and directed by Michael Sarnoski. This is his first movie that he's made, and he's very happy with it. Uh, with a beautiful runtime of one hour and thirty-two minutes. This movie starring Nicolas Cage, Alex Wolf, and Adam Arkin. Uh, do you think uh Alex Wolf has kind of taking over that uh Lucas Hedge's role in these indie movies or what?
1: Yeah, it just seems like he's become the like guy. that guy in that field. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's one of the first calls, it seems like.
0: Yeah. And where's Lucas Hedges? Do we need to save Lucas Hedges? What's going on with him?
1: He's doing his own thing. I don't know. I don't know what's up. <laughs> he uh, doesn't have the luck that Alex has.
0: Because there was a while, there was a good couple of years where, like, if Lucas Hedges wasn't in your indie, like, you don't have a movie. Like he was making indie. He was the reason indie movies existed for, like, between. I mean, what like twenty twenty fifteen twenty like nineteen? Like where? What was his run really?
1: Who uh, Lucas Hedges? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was, like, yeah, I think the last five years, yeah. I think he's he's still he's still in it. I, th- I think he's still doing things like this.
0: I mm. don't oh, know, man.
1: Here I'm, I'm going to do a little quick. Little... Before we go. Yeah, I got to look this up. I got to see what he's doing, man. Let me see what this guy. He's definitely going to have something he's like. doing a it TV
0: series me. in 2021. Red flag. Oh, damn.
1: That's not good. Ooh. Oh, theater? Maybe he did some theater? A couple no.
0: podcasts. What's going on? See
1: the last... Tw- 20, last movie was 2020 yeah
0: wait but yeah so last movie was let them all talk
1: it's a comedy drama
0: hbo max exclusive. oh it's
1: soderbergh what
0: yeah it was hbo max movie about a bunch of old people having a conversation so yikes um okay so that's uh it is soderbergh though that's true
1: that's crazy
0: and then french exit which was what
1: french exit was a black comedy drama yikes
0: um all right. oh,
1: michelle pfeiffer Ooh what should been? be in there? How's for doing?
0: So these movies, nothing. But we got
1: 2019,
0: Waves, <laughs> yeah, Funny Boy.
1: But see, that's, yes. Yeah, 90s, like, mm-hmm. is
0: Back, Boy Erased, Three Boards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, the Lady Bird, Manchester by the Sea.
1: Mm-hmm. He didn't miss. Yeah, Grand Budapest Hotel. mm Oh, yeah. Labor Dan, Day. Dan Dan in real real life,
0: way. Moonrise Kingdom.
1: Like he's got hitters, dude. I'm saying, like he's got hitters.
0: I mean, but that that run right there, that 20 oh, so yeah. this is 2016 to 2019, unstoppable. Yeah, unstoppable. Oh, yeah. Again, Manchester yeah. by the Sea, Lady Bird, three billboards, Boy Erased, Bend His Back, mid 90s, Honey Boy, Waves. I mean, you know, stop me when there's a bad movie. Plot this twist. Movie. No. A shout stop. out to Lucas Hedges. Yeah, I know. Dude. He is not he is. in the movie Pig, though. Uh, the Pig is not has nothing to do with Lucas Hedges whatsoever.
1: Uh, yeah. those are all and, great. In our fan cast, he's he's in there as Alex Wolf. Yeah,
0: role. he plays the Pig. Actually, he just, <laughs> just very
1: around. very. He got nominated Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, you know, as Pig, he doesn't say a lot of things. He just <laughs> oinks.
0: It's very uh, Andy Circus of him uh, playing the Pig. Yeah, crawling around. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but no. So Pig, yeah, starring I think I want yeah starring Nicolas Cage, Alex Wolf, Adam Arkin. Uh, we got the Rancheria score here at a 97% critics wildly high and 84% oh, yeah. for the audience. Uh this is a this is a movie that I was not super excited to see necessarily. I think there there was a point in my life where it, it's kind of like you embrace the stupid, right? So something came oh. out and said, like, "Oh, Sam Jackson snakes on a plane." Oh, what's it about? It's about snakes on a plane. Well, shoot, we got to see that, right? <laughs> and and there was a moment where that was you know real. It's like oh, uh, there's a movie in Nicholas Cage. Uh, it's called Pig. Yeah, sign me up. Why? Who knows? Nicholas Cage, he's out of control. And I've passed that point in my life, so now I'm like Nicholas Cage okay. Pig. Like, what kind of weird indie is this? Like, ah, oh, geez, you know, I don't have all day. You know, my life is a finite. I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, Batman, what would you think of this movie?
1: Oh man, I mean cr- criminally underrated film. Like, I I I'm I'm so happy we're we're reviewing this yeah. because although it did come out in a long while, I think it will make a lot of people's like top ten lists. Okay. Because it is it is a good film. It it is it was really great. And Nicolas Cage has a knack of like finding these weird roles, and sometimes they're like hits, sometimes they're misses. I don't know if you saw like Wally's World, but it was like a weird thing too, where it's like mm. Nicolas Cage and he doesn't say a, a single word and he's yeah. protecting this like freaking Chuck E. Cheese type thing. Um yeah, I was not, not a great in film that
0: movie, and then someone was like, Yeah, he doesn't say a word the entire movie. I was like, wait, what do you mean? I was like, he literally doesn't say anything, and like he doesn't say anything i was like yeah i'm not gonna watch that i don't
1: care yeah i saw that with my dad and my dad's like oh i've seen this one before he doesn't say anything i'm like he says something and then he didn't say a damn thing and i was like damn my dad really did watch this movie i didn't (laughs) believe him um and i was i was a little upset um but no
0: (laughs) last time i saw your dad i'm not gonna say everything he said because it got a little wild but he definitely (laughs) said i like to watch action movies that was the first thing he told me he liked to watch on the tv oh really uh, oh yeah you were there you were there he, like, he in, says
1: uh, so much stuff now that I just like it goes one ear out the other. Well,
0: dude. it's just funny because you know, I mean, like we we all tell our stories, and sometimes people embellish. Uh, I mean, I don't, but uh, you know, people have been known to embellish and kind of add a little extras here and there, and you never really know what's true, what isn't. Uh, I want I want the listeners to know that uh, if you ever meet Papa Madman, uh, everything is on like is what he says goes, like what what the Madman is saying happens. I literally saw him. And we were talking about TV, and he's like, "Oh, I like my TV better. All I do is watch action movies." And I was like, "Hey, that's exactly what Madman says all the time. How convenient! Yes, this is true. This is great." And he was—I mean—and then he said some other stuff, which was out of control. And it's not, <laughs> not, not <laughs> it for the, the life starts blowing. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's you know, and that's for it's like a deleted scene, but it's not going to be there. <laughs> so don't listen. But it continues. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, continue.
1: No, no, no. Uh, but Nicolas Cage he has a knack for finding these roles. You know, he's getting older so he's he's allowing himself just to have fun with these roles and just do pretty much whatever he wants to do. If you look cuz uh, if you look at his filmography, it's wild. And it's essentially him just doing whatever he wants. And um and but this film is is good. And and um the freaking company behind it, Neon, like what's I, I know we talk about A24 all the time, but Neon like Neon's got some hitters, and just to name out a few, like The Lodge, like Possessor, Palm Springs, like Neon's also a company that has like dope movies, um, and uh, and Pig is one of them. You know, they oh, I I just realized they did Spencer. Wow, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, but they did Pig, and um, you know, let's let's give some love to Neon, uh, because you know I do this all the time where I'm like oh it's say twenty four yeah I'm gonna watch it mm. yeah I'm gonna check it out yeah and I saw first cow and it was all right it was it was a little boring yeah and yeah, then yeah. uh and then pig another movie with another animal title which is great i i i I really enjoyed it um and I'm happy it's on hulu now for everyone to watch because uh, I don't think a lot of people saw it in the theaters um I think the budget was really small and I don't think it was like Promoted it well. I, I don't yeah. even think I saw I, I I I saw one trailer a long time ago. I think we talked about this, right? Didn't we talk about this in one of our early episodes? This, this uh, movie? This
0: movie. I, you know what? I don't know. Well, we talked about like, are you talking about our first episode?
1: Yeah, I think it's like I think it's up there. No. Or is this another movie our called first Pig? first
0: episode, we were talking about the, the movie Songbird. The COVID mm-hmm. movie that was coming out. And how people were upset, and then um, I I looked into like who was who wrote and was like directing this movie, and this guy had written like a bunch of like shitty horror movies, yeah, and and with just absolutely ridiculous titles. And I was reading off the titles, and one of the ridiculous titles happened to be Pig, and it was like this guy made Pig Madman. Man. Like we can't get mad at the guy who made a movie Pig, you know? Like it doesn't make any sense. Now, this is not that. Thankfully, this is not that movie. Not at <laughs> all. Not at all.
1: It, but it, uh, it it just ha- it's a coincidence, you know, It has yeah. the same title. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I it's 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 really good. I, at first, like this movie takes a lot of directions too, and so I I didn't know what this movie was going to be. Right, all I knew was that I wanted to watch it. Like I I wanted to watch it from what I saw. It's like he's just hanging out in the cabin with his pig, and he's living a good old life. Right, very like you know like cool like a vibe that i like you know like this is so peaceful and then but the movie takes a turn where it's like john wickish a little bit then it's like i saw some people comparing it to like ratatouille and then overall (laughs) like the real meaning of the movie and the way everything just like ends and you know you you understand it's not like john wick you know there's a there's a deeper agenda in this movie there's a deeper meaning and uh and it's dope when you get there in that small runtime. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. I mean, I would say the John Wick similarities happen when the pig gets taken. That's when it yeah. feels like John Wick for a second. Well, it
1: feels like taken a little bit. It feels like, like Liam Neeson, like, Whoa. I got to find my pig. Yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah. All right. And, and so, and you're going with him on this journey. There's a moment where he first starts looking for his pig, and the first woman he talks to, or the first woman they go to, he's like, you know, someone took my pig. And she's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, uh, "We're driving a blue pickup truck. And she was like, "These sons of bitches, motherfucker!" You know, she starts just cursing. She's <laughs> yeah. like, "I'm tired oh. of these." And I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, like this, <laughs> this is intense. To... That was like the yeah. first moment in the movie of like just any heightened anything. I was shocked, like, when someone had like personality because the yeah. wolf had a little bit, but it was still understated. It was—it's just one of the craziest moments. And if anyone watches the movie, I just love that moment so much because I just yeah. wasn't expecting her to wall out. But the yeah, movie, she was... yeah, it feels like John Wick for a second. But it, it's you know it's really just a movie about you know loss and grieving mm-hmm. right Grief. and uh, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and how you deal with you know life and, and the and the losses you take along the way. and what I liked about this movie is that I feel like you can still be dumb like me and get the point like it, it's uh it's well told. But it's not multi-layered. I mean it's a little layered, but it's not so much that you have to unpack and you don't you have you didn't you don't have to like have read, you know, the Iliad and the Odyssey to understand the new one. You know, it's like it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, you know, they're talking about their wives being dead. It makes sense. Like this guy's clearly grieving. It makes sense. And so there's moments as the story unfolds and it's like, oh, okay. And and I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that it wasn't overly complicated for no reason. It was a straightforward story, and it's a story about this guy looking for his pig that was, you know, really engaging, insanely well-acted from Nick Cage. Yeah. uh, And just, you know, an enjoyable ride, considering, and a stressful ride, because you had to look at his face all the time. Nick Cage is, he gets beat up more and more throughout the movie, and at no point, like, takes a shower. Spoilers, like, it's it's kind of frustrating. He does wash his hands at one point, thank God, but... uh. That's about it. So he's hard to look I, at, but the movie, I mean, he's and the acting's insane.
1: I like love that though. I, I like love it because it's like he he's not gonna take care of himself, right? He's not gonna do that until he finds what he needs to take care of. And so I love that journey because he's like at the end of the day, I gotta find my pig. And that's the most important thing. So I don't, yeah. I don't care what I have to go through. I don't care what, what's going on here. And this, it, it's for sure unhealthy. He's not doing a good job, you know, uh, grieving. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and, but as you're going on this journey with him, right? As he starts getting dirtier and more layers start being, you know, uh, start unfolding, you start figuring out who this guy is, which I love. I already love like when you're thrown into a world. And they don't explain it and you just end up figuring it out. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. All right, for sure. This guy used to be a chef. Oh, I didn't know that. This guy used to be a big deal in Portland restaurant, you know, industry. Okay, all right, whatever. You know, oh, this guy knows this underground fi club ring, you know, which is a metaphor <laughs> too. That I'm I'm the more reading I'm I'm doing, the more I'm finding out these freaking restaurant workers are like stressed out. Like I I didn't realize how much like problems restaurant workers have and like how they deal with it you know and uh, i guess like addiction and like drugs is like a thing or i don't know it seems like a restaurant's a highly stressful place that um that you know you need to let out yes um that stress you know in one way or another and uh,
0: drugs whatever yeah for sure
1: (laughs) yeah or just like other stuff you know like yes it, it, it doesn't have to be bad drugs it could be like you know some chill Oh, Candy. Cool. Right. Candy's a Sweet tart. little chill yeah. drugs. Mad Men's chill <laughs> drugs. <laughs> there's like, just talking about like chill drugs, right? There's a thing, I didn't know, there's a thing in California called like California sober, where yeah. you're like sober, but you're still partaking in like a little bit of alcohol, a little bit of like weed and stuff. <laughs> And Damian Lovato was like, I'm I'm now I'm not California sober no more. Now I'm just sober sober. I'm like, bro, just be sober. Like, what is wrong with you? Is California, are we really just that bad? Oh, that's <laughs> like, so
0: great. Dude, no, yeah. I love California sober. That's hilarious. I like that yeah, a lot, dude. actually. I like that a lot.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I I I I loved this journey. And it's did you think this movie was slow? Because I know we you know we talk about like pace and we talk about you know you know things you know if they're well done they're not boring you know but they could be boring right and you know I know we talked about it a lot with like no Man land and movies that are slow burns I, you know we talk about those things a lot did you think this movie was slow no
0: because it kept it kept being weird like it was it uh-huh. was weird enough to be interesting like there, okay. it, it kept the way it was uncovering stuff it was just each step was interesting and I felt like it was paced pretty well. Um, you know, the intro is kind of like, oh, I think there's there's something inherently exciting about any animal, right? Because at first I'm like, I don't want to watch this movie about a pig. Uh, within two minutes, I'm like, oh, look at that pig! Like, it's so cute. And yeah. so I think that just happens. You're like, and then I'm thinking, like, should I get a pig? Like, pigs are great, you know? Like, who knows? And uh, and then the pig gets taken, and you know, the movie starts going on. I, I would argue the only time it could have possibly possibly been slow is at the beginning. And I didn't really feel like that. As the story progressed, um, I I really enjoyed the process, and and I feel like every beat it hit um, was kind of added another layer, was interesting, and and it was kind of like this mystery as well, too. You know, so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you you know each each story beat, you learn something new about the character. You're like, oh wow, you know, and oh wow, and Alex Wolf too. Kind of like we're in the Alex Wolf position where we're following this guy around, and we have no idea who he is. And there's a moment too, where the guy says, do you even know his real name? You know, it's like, Alex Wolf yeah. is like, I I don't, I'm just trying to get. Yeah. To yeah. It. Yeah. And so everything Alex Wolf finds out we're finding out at the same time. And so yeah, when he's ready to walk away, when we're getting frustrated as an audience, like Nick Cage is like, all right, well this is, this is the underground fight club. You know, this is like, oh, okay, cool. Let's we get some answers here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm just gonna get beat up real quick. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. And Alex Wolf in the movie, he's like, um, i guess business partner to like nicholas cage you know like they they have that that um relationship and uh, when his pig goes missing he hits him up because alex wolf's like rich he has money he has a nice car he's He's just like his connect you know it's like the person he knows well i like Mm because he
0: walks into a restaurant and he's like is betty here or whoever and they're like betty died 10 years ago he's like then do you have a phone? Because <laughs> like, like, if she's not here, then I just got to call the guy who comes every Thursday. And that's yeah. pretty much all I got.
1: That's hilarious. Yeah, because he's been away for so long. I think like 15 years. Yeah. Um,
0: There's also a moment too where you're like, oh, did this movie take place in like the 1800s? And then someone drives up like in a Camaro or whatever. And you're like, nope, all right, cool. No, it's not. Yeah,
1: how it starts off. Yeah, because first Cal, like I was comparing it a little bit to first cow because it's like legit, like, a long time ago where there you know people are coming over people are just figuring out you know um how to live and uh currency was very different and um and so i thought it was like this a little bit i was like oh this is kind of dope i like this you know but then it's like as, as you see it like play out um you, yeah it's like a, like in modern day yeah you know? And then it's like, man, this guy can cook well. I was like, why? why? Like, they show in the beginning, like that—that's your first taste of like who this guy is. He makes his breakfast or whatever, and I was like, damn, like this looks freaking good, dude. Like, I don't know, he, like I—I I was impressed. I was like, man, this guy knows how to make a freaking breakfast. And then you know, I find out he's like a chef. Did he
0: like, just okay. cut up a mushroom?
1: The way he did it though it was very, you know, articulate. <laughs> like I, I—I sure. I don't cut mushrooms like that. You know, the way he was like. Doing it, preparing his little meal, like I was impressed, and then I was like, "Oh, well, this guy is a freaking chef in Portland." You know, I was like, <laughs> "Shout out to Portland! Uh, Portland is weird. Keep Portland weird." Um, but uh, I feel like Seattle gets so much love. Like, get some love to Portland, dude. And in the movie too, they they throw some love to Seattle with a big old f bomb. Shout out Portland, dude. I was I was happy that it was in Portland, and and they filmed it in Portland, which is dope. I, I guess Vancouver's used a lot when they want to do Portland. This one they actually filmed it in Portland. I thought it was amazing. I thought oh, that was cool. I I, I, I,
0: read, I, I don't have a um, high opinion of Portland. I, I could give a shit about Portland, honestly. But, damn. Um, was... <laughs> just kidding. Well, I mean, I'm not kidding. But I, I was just you know I said that for effect because he saw his nice. It's like in my
1: top cities rankings. It's like up there, top five.
0: So what do you like about Portland? When was the last time you were there?
1: Keep Portland weird. I went there on a road trip. Uh, we stayed there, um, and uh, it was a short trip because as soon as we got there, everyone got really drunk, and we stayed the night in, so we didn't even go out. Um, but Portland embraces weird. Um, look, I I went into a restaurant. One of my buddies passed out in the restroom, and uh, the workers there they, they were like, "Hey, we live upstairs. We'll we'll take you in. We'll have, we have beer up there. We'll give you food and stuff." So they wanted to take care of us. Life maybe they wanted to creepy, do some bro. other stuff yeah right. what you, i hey, was all about it i was like hell out. yeah brother like, keep rolling weird
0: upstairs? yeah that's that's okay that's a huge right they
1: they took care of no nah, they took care of us and then there was a you know some other people n- noticed that we were dragging our passed out friend and they're like hey we'll drop off the food to your place you know because we didn't pay for anything you know, like because we we were only there for like 10 minutes so Portland's a good city, man. It's a good city, dude. I, everyone was super helpful. Fair
0: enough. I was laughing because I was, you know, reading uh, some stuff about the movie and someone mentioned there's a scene where Nicolas Cage takes someone's bike and right when the guy's about to say something to him, he just screams in his face. And he just takes the guy's <laughs> bike and goes away. And I was it was such a funny scene just because it's like, oh there you go, Nicolas Cage like screaming at someone and sitting on their bike. Awesome. Yeah. Like that's what we want to yeah. see. And then someone else posted, like, that's the only authentic Portland moment in the whole movie. <laughs> and damn. I was like, damn.
1: <laughs> I th- there's signs that, that say do not pick up hitchhikers. Like, everywhere. Ooh, okay. So something's going on there where they, they're trying to protect <laughs> you. So,
0: <laughs> But I'm just kidding. Shout out Portland. Shout out Portland, man, man. I, I'm happy you like Portland. and uh, Portland's a vibe. Keep Portland, Portland weird. A vibe. Keep Portland weird.
1: Yeah. And uh, apparently strip clubs are a thing. You know, because we we get there we talk to the lady in the in the hotel, and, and I was like, "Hey, what what should we do? Couple 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 men like us, yeah. What, what should be doing uh, out tonight?" And they're like, "Go to the strip club." We're like, "Ah, we, we don't really want to do. That's not really our vibe." And then they're like, "Oh, what? Well, um, are you hungry?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, well, we want to eat." They're like, "Great, you know, go to the strip uh, club. Go to the strip club. They have the <laughs> best steaks in town. Like they're like they're known for their steaks. People go eat dinner." At at that strip club, and then you know, just to have a little show, you know, a little entertainment, and then they go home. I was like, that's so weird. And uh, we, we didn't do it because the strip club was too far, that's but, uh, it was for the stakes, it was for the stakes, yeah. Of
0: course, <laughs> get those wing deals, whatever it is, best buffet in town, best buffet in town.
1: That's gross. Yes. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, Portland's cool. I, I like that this movie was based in Portland, and um, I I I just really liked Nicolas Cage. He freaking did a hell of an hell of an acting job, and it's going to be buried by all these freaking you know um, Will Smith and Benedict Cumberbatch. Now I'm reading and freaking maybe uh, Leo in his new movie, um, and the fact that this movie came out a while ago, I think it's going to get buried. I hope it gets some some notice. I hope he gets nominated for something maybe like a golden globe is it like golden globes a thing right like the
0: uh
1: right i don't it's think
0: like, i think they're taking a year off to figure out why they're racist
1: oh that's yeah they i forgot they got canceled yikes everyone's so, getting canceled nowadays
0: well you know Shoot. for good reason um yeah. everyone should be canceled including you yeah you listener you're canceled you
1: <laughs> hey i fair. hey I'm throwing it out there. I, I told people, don't cancel me for my green bean, uh green bee uh freaking casserole takes. Uh were people threatening to cancel you for them? They I I said they weren't real. So I, I got I had three people talk to me about green bean casseroles, and those are the discussions that are off camera.
0: I will say that every conversation I've had with someone about our Thanksgiving takes has been positive. Um That's people great. are saying things like wow never have i seen someone so brave so willing to speak the truth like i've been <laughs> for years eating the same food like i'm going to play this in front of my family so maybe they'll understand that there's better options out there steak and turkey or ham and turkey are the most boring meats on earth stuff like that yeah
1: yeah they're like your pizza inspired me pizza story we're gonna do pizza next year
0: amen brother amen <laughs> Oh, well, anything else you want to touch on in the movie uh, before we score it here? Um, no, I'll save it for my three-word review. Copy that. All right, so how are we going to score it? Uh- <laughs> How do
1: we score Yeah, it?
0: or how do we score this? Uh, we, we could do... A- yeah,
1: let's play the game. We love playing. Where well, we name out 20 things and yeah. we settle on, like, <laughs> the most <laughs> obscure one. <laughs> yeah. Trying to of, yeah the most so obscure- truffles is a thing, right? Truffles,
0: truffles. Definitely truffle, truffle pig. Um, we do turquoise pickups. We do crackheads. Um, crackheads?
1: They were grimy people, huh? Oh, they were just... They were gross. Like, I don't know heads. who
0: has them. Some guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We could do um, classical music.
1: Classical music. Um, we could uh, do a book, really old bottle of wine. Yeah,
0: you know, we could do flashbacks,
1: memories. Flashbacks. You do like hidden passages that lead to a underground fighting ring. Yep,
0: you know, we do angsty restaurant employees. Angst ridden restaurant employees.
1: Angst <laughs> right? You do drugs, apparently. Everyone's just, just doing
0: them. Drugs, straight up.
1: Um, yeah, you work in a restaurant. You know, it's funny too. Uh, I saw a TikTok of a restaurant in the back, all the cooks, and mm-hmm. it was oh, a guy supplying beer. I guess that's that's a thing. That sounds so, great. Yeah, every restaurant I go to, I'm gonna just look back there and be like, oh, everyone's drunk. Everyone's this is why I got mm-hmm. the wrong meal. Well, I, yeah, just you can. It was um, awesome. It was inspiring.
0: We could do, just grief, just the concept of grief, just know. the
1: con, the theory of grief, theory
0: of grief. I don't, I don't know like which that. ones, which ones landing with you. I chose
1: the last one, so um, we 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 did Rick Macy's like mustache, so I was happy yeah, with that did. one. We do whatever you want. We do, do Nick Cage, uh, stolen, Scabs. stolen bikes, then stolen bikes, stolen bikes because of that yelling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stolen bikes, <laughs> authentic Portland moments. <laughs> Okay, so bike. Well, he stole the bike and then he got the bike stolen from him. He was like, hey, that's my bike. Like, no yeah,
0: it's so it. karma. It's a pig situation all over again. Where'd he get that pig? No one knows. No one knows. He didn't burn it. Himself. I love how he's like,
1: I, I don't have sex with my pig. Yeah. <laughs> he had to let that be known. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he like, he, he had to tell people. He not to anything else. But he's like, just yeah. so you know, yeah, pig is safe uh, sexually.
1: It's <laughs> a clean pig. It finds truffles. <laughs>
0: And that's all it finds. All right. So, what score are you giving this? How many stolen bikes? Oh man, I
1: don't think you're ready, bro. I'm ready. Guessing. Guess.
0: Ninety five.
1: Oh, it was ninety four. Okay. Ninety four stolen bikes. Nice. Um, it's a great movie, man. I, I I'm really happy I saw it. It's a refreshing movie. Fresh, fresh movie. You know, kind of <laughs> yes. clean your palate to, like a little bit after watching like Rent, Notice, and freaking yeah. Mm. Just you know, whatever Netflix is pooping it's out. Bunch a of days. shitty movies, yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is a great film. This is a really good film. Really watch it, and you know what? Make make yourself a little dinner too. Get inspired. Mm. You know, make yourself a little mm. meal, a little glass of wine. Watch this movie about grief and how to deal with it. Three word re- re- three word review is going to be follow your dreams. Oh, and this okay. is uh, specifically to the scene where. You know, Nick Cage is going around asking people, right? People are like, oh, shoot, it's it's you. Like, you're the guy. You're the one. And he goes uh, to this restaurant and meets, like, one of his cooks from way back in the day. And this guy sold out. He's a sellout. And Nick Cage just starts talking to him about, like, the pub that he wanted to run and his dreams. And throughout that whole take, the camera stays on that, you know, that dude's face and you see his, you see his fake smile as he has just start, you know, twiddling down and you see his life just, just flash and, 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 and just this, the the disappointment and the, uh, the satisfaction he has, uh, in his own life and what he has done. I love that scene so much. I was like, man, this Nick cage guy, this guy is wild. You know, he did that to this dude. And great memory and, too. Great memory. Yeah. And um and it was about following his dreams. This guy sold out. He was doing something. He was like, We're 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 doing something revolutionary here. <laughs> you know? And I, I don't Nick Cage doesn't respond, like, but in my you know, in my memory, he was all like, damn, look at you. Like how like look look what you become, you know, and just mm. That whole conversation was just amazing, dude. I freaking loved it. Follow your dreams, and and you know Nick Cage did too. He followed his dreams. He did what he wanted to do, and um, he's living a way that he wants to live now. And yeah. I, I commend him for that.
0: Oh yeah, that's yeah. big. That's pretty high, you know. So I, I, I get that score. I like that score. I feel like that score is super high though. And I, uh, although I enjoyed the movie a lot, I do think that. There's some things keeping it from being like a top tier movie for me. Really? Yeah, I, I just dive in on those. Think that um, it really reached those heights, which it was still an enjoyable story. It just never got there um, to where I'm like, man, this is one of my top movie. Like I'm talking 94, 95. I'm going to 85 with this one. I think that's I think that's more than fair. It, it is a it is an enjoyable ride um, about someone in pain. And uh, someone you know looking for looking for something he loves, and you know, and you learn more about this person as the story goes along. And yeah. some of the is kind of weird, some of the stories confusing. Some of it's a metaphor, but um, well, it's really not too confusing. But there, I guess, just a Fight Club scene it could be like, wait, what? What's going on? It's a metaphor. It's yeah. a metaphor
1: on how these restaurant workers are dealing with stress.
0: And so. And it also furthers the story. gives him a chance to show that his name still means something and all that stuff, right? So there's still a point to the scene. But, uh, yeah, you know, totally enjoyable movie. Just not when I think, like, 95, like Sound of Metal, you know, stuff like that. The Father even. To me, this isn't up there.
1: Um, Ah, man. For me, it is. And that's great. That's great. For sure.
0: Uh, That being said, I don't have anything bad to say about this movie. Uh, I just, you know, think that it doesn't really reach those levels. Uh, my three word review is going to be uh, "grief the equalizer." Uh, I think that a movie like this is, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I
1: guess. Um, well, like the equalizer, at, like, oh you probably mean something very nice. I just my mind hopped into Denzel Washington, the equalizer, just with grief.
0: Oh no, I just mean like equalizer, like it. it you know, brings puts on same level. This is
1: why you're dubs and I'm the Madman. Our <laughs> brains uh-huh. operate differently.
0: Uh, so you know the uh, yeah grief is just an equalizer and and it's something that when you're watching a movie like this uh, about a guy whose pig gets taken and then you're like going through the like the underground dark world of the restaurant industry in Portland that it can be a really touching story if you have the right actors and um, you know you're telling a story that can resonate with people because at some point we've all hurt you know and so when it's a movie surrounding hurt surrounding loss it's something that people can will gravitate to and respond to. So uh again, I know the movie called Pig, I know Nicolas Cage can be weird sometimes, but throw it on on Hulu. It's really well done. Definitely
1: worth a watch. Definitely. Amazing third act. The way everything just yeah. like just plays out i i loved it i i I was thinking because it's only there's really just that one fight scene right like where you're like oh like john wickish you know but it's 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 more than that and and don't if you're coming in here thinking it's a john wick movie then you're you know you're gonna be obviously misled but um yeah it's 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 so much more than that it's it's so good it's not
0: it's not a violent movie for sure it's not like not at all not at all but it feels like Mm -hmm. that because you know they take his animal and we just john wick is one of the biggest franchises right now so it's like yep oh they took his animal he's gonna kill everyone he loves that yeah. animal <laughs> and uh it was just approached differently and uh really mm-hmm. well done
1: mm-hmm.
0: all right well that wraps up our episode for today uh we are getting towards the end of the year it's crazy that there's only two more episodes after this for the end of the year uh but i'm excited for that stay tuned keep listening um shout out anyone that had us in their uh top podcast of the year on spotify rap super cool um, thank you for posting that if you didn't post it you know what are you ashamed of like post it be loud be proud about it uh thank you everyone who listens and uh, you give us a reason to do it we'll catch you next week peace hey guys that sounded great uh can we get everyone to reset all right take two